You're listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE or at midkansasonline.com. This is your chance to hear from the McPherson College coaches and student athletes each week during the sports year. The McPherson College Coaches Show is brought to you by JAR Performance Automotive, Alliance Agency, Next Tech Wireless, and Cheatham Construction. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Welcome into our McPherson College Coaches Show. This is our basketball preview edition here as we are almost ready for basketball season beginning this weekend. I am Jim Joyner, and this guy to my left is Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, basketball's here. We're done with well, our football broadcasting. They have three more games left, but we're off the hook. It's basketball season. Yeah, and it gets earlier and earlier every year. I know, you know I've been covering the KCAC for over 40 years. Uh, December 1st used to always be the kind of benchmark. That's when you played your first game. You didn't start practice till about uh, the second week in November. Now they start practice the first week of October uh, because the games start so early. And, you know, they still play the same number of games, but as far as the conference, the conference schedule starts very early. It used to be you always played four games before Christmas, and now you play eight or nine. It won't be long until we have KCAC basketball before Halloween. <laughs> Wouldn't be crazy. But, Steve, as we take a look at this season, we were down at KCAC Media Day last week, and we were able to see these teams, hear from the coaches, and I think the thing that we took away is that the Bulldogs on both the men's and women's side, I think we're a little undervalued for what we believe they're going to be this year, and I think that that's the exciting thing going into this year, chance, uh, teams with chances to prove themselves. Well, I was really surprised on the women's side because they finished so strong 6-1 and one in their last seven conference games but yet they were picked, you know, in the second division. Um, I think Coach Nichols, uh, you know, he, he finally, his style uh, caught hold with his women last year at the end of the year, and they really, they were a team nobody wanted to play at the end of the season. And as far as the men, uh, it's an interesting team because they don't really have any size, but they got a lot of speed, a lot of perimeter guys, and I think you're going to see them shoot a lot of threes this year. We've got a fun show coming up. We will talk with Dorian Page and Delvon Hightower from the men's team, Mason Mosley and Danny Holt from the women's team, and then, of course, of course, Coach Eskildson and Coach Nichols getting ready for this season. Steve, you ready to do it? Let's do it. Starting us off on our McPherson College Coaches Show tonight, we are joined by McPherson College men's basketball coach T.J. Eskelson as the season is right around the corner and it keeps getting closer and closer on us. And here in a couple of days, it's going to be game day. But as you take a look ahead to these three upcoming games you've got coming up, you have Manhattan Christian coming up next week and then two games over the weekend with Barclay and Bay Cone. Where do you like, uh, where, what do you like about where your guys are at right now going into your first three games of the season? Uh, I feel like we've been improving every day. Um, we had some scrimmages this past weekend, and it was nice to see us against somebody else. Um, we've had our alumni game. Uh, I feel like this week is an important week for us practice-wise going into those games next week. Uh, we talked to our guys about just the grind of practice is kind of like the grind of a season, um, and this is the week where we don't, we don't have any scrimmages. We don't have anything. This is, this is our week that we've got to get better, um, and I feel like we had a great practice yesterday, and um, Preparing for Manhattan Christian, we'll, we'll start doing that on, on Sunday night. We'll have practice, and, and then we play with them on Tuesday. Uh, they'll have one game under their belt before um, playing us, so hopefully we'll have a little bit of film on them. And um, uh, I think our guys are excited for the season to start. They're ready to, they're ready to get out there and kind of see, see where we're at. So. One thing about this team, you got a lot of guys back from last year. I mean, uh, a lot of teams sometimes only have three or four guys, but you got a lot of guys back 
they're comfortable with you. They know what you want, what you expect. Pretty seamless transition for you. Yeah, it's so far. It's it's been pretty good. Um, it's uh, uh, having leadership, having guys like like uh, Dorian Page, uh, Graham Monson, Delvon Hightower, uh, those those seniors uh, that have been around for a while. That that they just kind of know what to expect, and it, it helps to just that they bring intensity every day. They, they know that we got to bring it every day um, and, and be ready to go. Well, you do have some four year guys, but a lot of them are some of the older guys that have gone through junior college and have yeah. gone through that grind and then have been able to probably like a four-year school a lot more. I think you yeah. get a nice appreciation for a school like this mm-hmm. after going and playing at a junior college where it is cutthroat and it's intense. Yeah. How have you liked how your seniors have stepped up this year going into this season? They've they've been great. Um, I, I, I'm hoping that that's, that's one of the strengths of our team is just the leadership. Um, and I think that uh, when we've talked to our guys a lot about it, leadership's about uh, be, being a leader, whether things are going well or good, things are going going bad, um, and that's something that uh, I think that those guys are embracing. That uh, when when we may go through some some rough times, they they're going to be there to to kind to kind of keep us on the right track. Um, I think that. It, it, it's a lot more powerful that message coming from pl- players and, and them holding each other accountable than always just coming from the coaches. And I think that that's, that should be one of our strengths this year because we've got guys who have been around a lot. They've been junior college players. They've been four-year guys here. They've seen a lot of college basketball so far, and, and hopefully that will kind of help us moving forward. We've talked about it before, but a barometer your team has been the health of Dorian Page. When he's been on the floor, you have a winning record. When he's yeah. not, you have a losing record. Yep. Uh, Dorian is just such an integral piece uh, of the puzzle. Uh, he is such a great leader. Uh, talk about Dorian a little bit. Well, he's just a, such a dynamic basketball player in terms of just his, his athleticism, his strength, his speed. Uh, he he just brings us a different element that we don't have at that at that point guard position. Not nobody, uh, not many people in our league have at that point guard position. Just from a physical standpoint, um, and, and I, he, he's a little bit older too. I mean, he he's he's been around a lot. And from a leadership perspective, I think all our guys really respect Dorian, and 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 they, they'll listen to him when he has stuff to say. And I think that that helps. And I, I'm just I'm excited for I'm excited for him. I'm I'm hoping that he has the opportunity to play a full season this year. And, and avoid injuries, um, but he, he, he deserves it. He's put a lot of work in. He put a lot of work in this summer, um, and he deserves to have a good year this year. And when he does go to the bench, you don't fall off tremendously because Josh Rivers got to play a lot last year. He was one of the best freshman uh, guards in the conference last year, so that is a real nice one too. i got to think your point guard situation is as good as anybody in the conference. No doubt, and I, and I think that's one of our strengths is our point guard position. And not only that, we've got Trevon Shelvin, who played a lot of JV last year, who can slide over to that spot. Who's had a tremendous, he's had a tremendous um, preseason here, and I, I think he, he, if we need him to play that position a little bit as well, he can do it as well. So um, that's definitely a position, and, and the point guard position is an extremely important position. So uh, I'm excited about those guys. Well, it's your first season as a head coach and first preseason going through all sorts of different things that maybe you forget about or you didn't know until you had to become a head coach and go, oh, yeah, I forgot I have to do that too. What are some things that you have learned about yourself and coaching throughout this preseason and, and trying to get your style down? Yeah, just um, transitioning to being a head coach is just a, it, it's it's just different. I mean, you get so as an assistant, I, I had I had certain responsibilities, and me and me and Tim were together for so long that we kind of each had we each knew what each other were doing all the time and, and kind of had it down to a science. Kind of um, becoming a head coach has just been it's been interesting. Just uh, 
uh, how much how much administrative stuff there is to do, how much how much there's uh, you're just, there's just something different popping up all the time. Um, but I, I feel like I feel like it's it's been a good transition, and um, our guys are really embracing um, the 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 um, challenge of, of trying to lift this program back to where I think we, we can be towards the top of the KCAC. So so far so good. Um, I'm, I'm I'm excited to, to to get games going here, and um, I've got two assistants that have been awesome for that that have that have helped a lot too. Um, and Lewis Parker and, and Connor Carmen, both of those guys have done a really good job, and, um, and we're we're all kind of learning together. We're all <laughs> Connor's. It's his first year as a, a college assistant. Lewis had, had just graduated last year and was a player. Um, so we're all we're all kind of the three of us. Are are all going in it head first together. So, when you look at this year's team, uh, you know they say you tailor your team to the players you have. You don't have that big physical guy inside. What are you going to do to make up for the lack of physicality? Is is it more going to spread the floor and drive and things like that? Because uh, I'm not sure uh, exactly. You know, Lou All is six five, but he's not yep. what I'd call a physical guy. Grant yep. Munson's about six five, not a physical guy. Yep. What are you going to do to maybe offset not having that six six two hundred and twenty five two hundred thirty pound guy? Yeah, we're uh, we're really trying to get out and run a lot. Um, we want we want to be able to take advantage of our athleticism. We feel like we've got guys that are good athletes um, that can play at a fast pace. Um, we talked about our point guard position. We feel like we've got guys we can put the ball in their hands and they're going to make good decisions. Um, and we, we hope that we, we can use the fact that we don't have a lot of just big guys um, to our advantage. I mean, they're going to have to guard us out on the perimeter. They're going to have to do uh, different things to, to, to offset the fact that, uh, that we, we just don't have that 6'8 guy in the lane who's just a, a monster of a human being. So um, I think it can be to, to our advantage. It's just the biggest thing is that we're going to have to rebound the ball. We're going to have to rebound the ball as a team, and that's, that's the one concern I have a little bit. But um, so far, we, we've, we've been doing pretty well. Your returners are really well known uh, to Bulldog fans, but talk about some of the new guys that you think can make an impact. Yeah, uh, so we've brought in a couple transfers. Cameron Jenkins is one um, from Iowa Central Community College. He was he was their leading scorer last year. I think he averaged almost 17 a game. Was one of the leading scorers in that Iowa Junior College League. Um, that that's one of the better junior college leagues in the country. And uh, hoping that he can bring that to the table for us. He can make some shots. Um, Trenton Crow is one from Oklahoma Baptist. Another guy who can really shoot the ball. Uh, he's been out for two years. He, he played a little bit at Oklahoma Baptist last year. Was that Cameron? freshman year um, he's 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 getting back into physical shape and, and, and ready to play in games but he's somebody who I feel like can give us a, a boost um, freshman wise we have miles McCrary who's uh, an ex extremely athletic four man he's about six five has a good build coming as a freshman um, Christian Aguilar is another six five kid who can play inside play outside and another really good athlete um, uh, those are those are a few of the new guys who I'm I'm really excited about. We have we have a few others too, too that um, I think will make an impact. And you have a newcomer, but he's actually not a newcomer. Gage McCoy he was here last year, hurt yeah. a knee, I believe. Uh, he's back this year. Uh, played at Cali County. He yeah. brings just some experience, even though he hasn't really played for you yet. Yep, and Gage Gage has been excellent so far. Uh, he he shot the ball really well. 
Um, and he kind of he, he's one of those guys. He's not real strong, but he's six six, um, and he gives us length on the perimeter. So it, it makes us not quite as small on the perimeter when he's out there. Um, and he, he he just brings a toughness about him. That that's something that when we recruited Gage, uh, Coach Tommy DeSalm down at, at Cali, the one thing he said is that he he's a tough he's a tough kid. And that's it, it, Coach DeSalm. If you, you've ever seen him, Coach, he's uh, <laughs> he's intense. <laughs> he's intense. So he's, he's intense. If he says somebody's a tough kid, they're a tough kid, and that's that's something that I think. Well, if you can play for Tommy. You got to be pretty tough because he's yeah. uh, he's pretty intense on his guys. Yep, no, no doubt, no doubt. So Gage, yeah, we're really excited about Gage, and he's had he's had a really good preseason here too. Well, it's going to be a very very busy week for the Bulldogs next week. Like I mentioned, Manhattan Christian on a Tuesday, and then playing two games here at home. So a couple of chances then that with the Mayor's Cup the following week. A couple of chances in the next two weeks to come see the Bulldogs in action. Awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you guys. I'm excited about the season, and we'd love to have as many people out the games as, as can come. Uh, we'd love to see everybody out there. Continuing on our McPherson College Coaches Show this evening, we are now joined by Dorian Page from the men's basketball team. And, Dorian, we know that we're excited to get this season underway with you, but I think you are one that is certainly excited to get this season underway, battling through some knee problems last year and trying to get back to healthy. I know you're ready for a fun senior season this year. Most definitely. I can't wait. What are some of the things that you think you've improved on over the summer, and what are some of the things that you think are going to really help you for this upcoming season? Um, I would say I'm a lot more aggressive. And uh, knocking down my shot, that's been everything. So uh, this offseason I worked with the assistant coach on uh, every aspect of my game. So um, I just want to come in with a, with a pit bull mentality and uh, shock the league. How's the transition been from Coach Schwartzendruber to Coach Eskelson? Of course, uh, Coach Eskelson has been here for nine years, but what right. changes has he implemented that you really like? Um, the entire system uh, is different, and I love it. It, uh, it caters to my game for sure. And, um, I mean, our whole mentality as a team has changed, our uh, aggression, our confidence, the chip on our shoulder from last year. And uh, we can't wait to go out there and, and just prove everybody wrong in terms of where they have us in the power rankings. I was going to say, the chip on your shoulder and your team's chip on the shoulder, you guys were picked toward the bottom. Um, mm -hmm. Have you guys talked about that as a motivation for this year? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, we're all mad about it. At the same time, we take ownership. Um, that's where we were listed. That's it's, it's the way that we played last year, and uh, we can't wait to, to change that and be at the top. And you take solace from the fact the Bulldog football team was picked next to last, and now they're tied for third. So has their success kind of excited you guys? Say, hey, if they can do it, we know we can do it? Absolutely. But at the same time, we know that uh, they're working, so we have to be working too. So, I mean, independently, we're both putting in the work to make sure that we climb those rankings. I know that for this season and, and part of Coach Eskelton's style is you want to play a little faster game. You want to fire a lot of shots. How do you think that that benefits your style of play as a point guard and being the man that gets to distribute to all these guys that are ready to shoot? Well, um, my game is all about speed, uh, uh, just combining speed and power. So I want to be able to be a force in terms of creating for my teammates. And I feel like uh, this offense is perfect for that. We get into our sets really fast. Our secondaries are great for uh, – opening up everybody. Everybody has a green light to be aggressive. So um, it's so different from last year, and it's perfect for us personally. Well, Dorian is from Tucson, Arizona, which on days like today when it's very cold, it's not good for Dorian. It's not good because it's <laughs> a little shivers, cold. Man, <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your journey getting here to McPherson, how you went through the recruiting process, the junior college lifestyle. Tell me a little bit about your journey here. Oh, 
Okay. Um, well, Juco was uh, Juco's cutthroat. I mean, if you pass it in Juco, you don't get it back. So everyone's trying to get to the next level. Um, my second year of Juco, I uh, fractured my back. So I, uh, I missed the entire season. I got healthy in time for a combine where court's, uh, Coach Schwarzenegger was, and uh, he invited me out. Uh, when he flew me out, I was able to perform at a very high level, and he offered me. So I ended up in Kansas. Did you ever imagine that you would be playing basketball in central Kansas? No, I never imagined driving through it uh, or anything of the sort. So um, it was after I got recruited to Kansas that I realized the Wizard of Oz. They were like, we're not <laughs> There you go. So that was, that was funny, but, yeah, I never imagined myself being here. Now, to my knowledge, there aren't that many Arizona NIAA schools. I know that Ottawa, Arizona has popped up. I know that Benedictine Mesa, who I think you guys are going to play later on this yeah. year. Some newer ones have popped up, but mm -hmm. this level of basketball isn't really quite as common in Arizona, right? Right. That's absolutely right. Are there as many Division II schools? I know that there's a decent amount of Division ones, and you've got you know, Grand Canyon University and some of those that have popped up. That's the only one I could think of is GCU. Okay. Yeah. So I would think that the smaller college style maybe wasn't even something that was on your radar going into college and playing at a level like this. It wasn't. Talk, it about, wasn't. Uh, talk about what you plan on doing after you graduate from McPherson College. What kind of work would you like to go into? Well, me personally, my plan is to go into the Air Force as an officer. Wow. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's Take the bachelor's, uh, go into the Air Force, and, and really just uh, start my life there. What are some of your goals for this upcoming season for you, whether it is team-wise, whether it is individual? What are some of the things that you're looking at here in October and thinking, okay, these are the things I want to get done by the time that March rolls around? Um, individually or, or as a team? Either one. Okay. Um, you I can mean, do both. <laughs> yeah, okay. As a team, um, my goal is, is to become the team that people don't want to play against, you know, because we're just going to grit and grind the entire game, and we're going to be capable of winning it no matter who we play against. Um, individually, uh, I mean, we put in so much work this offseason, I'm just hoping that I shock myself in terms of, like, what, what, I, what I do when the, when the results come to fruition from all the work that I put in. I just want to shock myself in terms of what, what happens out there. And Dorian's been kind of a barometer of the success. When he's been on the floor, the Bulldogs have a winning record. But when he's been injured, they've had a losing record. So, obviously, Dorian is very important. Uh, his presence on the floor means an awful lot to the Bulldogs. I would like to add staying healthy to my uh, – my expectations. And <laughs> well, we'll so, put it on my goal for you, too, to for stay sure. healthy and get Absolutely. you through a full year. Dorian, best of luck this season. We're excited to get it going here in a couple weeks. Thank you very much for having me. Continuing again our on our McPherson College Coaches Show, we're joined by Delvon Hightower from the McPherson College men's basketball program. And Delvon, you're another guy that when we look back to last season, a guy that made a lot of strides and really got better as the season went on. What are you looking forward to the most here with this senior season for you coming up? Just to continue to get better. Um, I don't want to regress, I want to progress. So just to continue to get better, knock down my open shots, do what I do as a teammate and as a player. What I like about Delvon's game, I kind of call it an old man's game. He's very crafty. Uh, where, where did you develop that style? Because it's like uh, you, you have the potential for an open shot, but you try to take it to the basket for a better shot. It seems like you're always trying to, you know, you have the opportunity to take a shot, but then you're in your mind you're thinking, I can get to the basket and the score. Uh, how would you describe your game? I like the physical nature. I love to get physical. So if an open three is there, my coach always tells me, pass up a good shot for a great shot. So at the rim is what I do. 
I used to play some old man basketball. I'd go play with like these guys in their 50s when I was in high school. And I think my game really translated to that very well, the old man style of game of just backing them down and being able to score and be a little bit quicker. But now that we look in and with this new system that you guys are going to want to play, a little more run and gun, shooting a lot more threes, how do you think that works for you a little bit more? It's not that you can't shoot threes, but you're not one of the main guys that steps out and fires. How do you think this plays for you in this offense? Well, I think this year I'm going to shock a lot of people. Um, over the summer I've been – I know I can get to the rack. I know I can do that, so I've been switching it up, shooting a lot of threes. And the one thing I don't want to do in this offense is lose myself. I want to continue to get to the rack, but when it comes down to the open three, I want to be able to knock it down. So I've been working. You know, we talk a lot about offense, but last year it seemed like you were one of the guys that uh, they put on the other team's best scoring guard. Uh, defense, it looks like you take a lot of pride in your defense. How uh, Talk about your defense. Uh, my defense has started with Juco, man. Um as, as I like I said, I love the physical nature. I take it as a as a as a personal thing that you won't score on me, and I'll make it a point that you don't. Who are some of the guys that you've seen here in the early preseason workouts, and maybe some guys you've seen this summer that you think are going to shock some teams in the KCAC? Some of the guys here at MAC. Uh, besides our older guys, uh, I like I like our younger guys, our sophomores, Trevon Shelvin and Joshua Rivers. I think they're going to step up and and be and be a, a great help to us. One thing about this year's team, it looks like you got like 10 or 12 guys that can really play. You're really deep. Uh, talk about the depth of this team this year. Oh, the depth is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. We got everybody across the board that can play, and everybody wants to play. Everybody works hard. So, When you look at this team, it's not overly big. Do you feel like maybe there's a little more pressure on you to rebound the basketball a little more this year? Will you be going crashing the glass a little more this Without year? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I don't think our size troubles us at all. I think it helps us more than anything because if you're bigger, we can just run past you. It's going, we are a lot more squirmier, I should say. <laughs> squirmy, I like it. Well, Delvon, we talked with Dorian about his journey getting to Baker and being from Tucson, Arizona. Bakersfield, I'm sure, is a lot warmer than it is here today in California. Tell me a little bit about your journey, your junior college process, and then ending up here in McPherson. Uh, my junior, pro- my junior uh, college process was fun. Um, it was gritty. It was a grind. Um, it was long. You know, it, it made me appreciate this. Our saying that West Hills was, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. And surprisingly enough, it was smaller than Mac. So, wow. Yeah, super small. So, what are some of the differences that you see from junior college basketball to just the NAI or KCAC style of play? Is it a, a faster game? Is it slower? Is it more guard oriented? What are some differences that you see from junior college here to four year? I would say it's more skilled. Everybody's good. You can't take nobody for granted. So, Juco, you find some teams that's just super athletic or you got like two or three guys that can shoot. Everybody's good here. You have to work on your skill. You have to you have to not just rely on your athleticism. You have to rely on your skill and your athleticism, your basketball IQ. We talked to Dorian. Uh, you guys were picked near the bottom. How much of a challenge do you take that personally? I take it I take it personal. I take it very personal. Um but as he said, we 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 had a bad season last year, so it was to be expected. But we're going to shock a lot of people. We're going to open a lot of people's eyes. What are some of the things that you see right now with this team that maybe you're not going to be better at, but that you're different at in terms of skill-wise going into this year than maybe where you were in October last year? Some things that this team is doing that you go, wow, we, did, we didn't do that last year. Uh, I think we can shoot the ball really well, and we're very unselfish as a team. We move the ball really well, and that flows within our offense. So I think it's shooting and moving the ball. 
Well, what's next for Delvon Hightower after college and basketball? What are you planning on going, uh, your life's occupation? I want to teach. I love children. So um, Coach Ian made it an emphasis that I get my degree before I try to do anything professional. So I'm going to get my degree in pursue teaching. Well, that's fantastic. You want to be a high school teacher, middle school, elementary? I could see you being a good kindergarten teacher. Yeah, I would like to do elementary if I can. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Fantastic. That will be. Any interest in coaching? Uh, Yeah, I did some coaching over the summer. I coached pre-K through eighth, and I got a ring there, so let's bring it here. Yeah, that'd there be fun. Go. I think Coach Hightower is what we can call you now. Well, yeah. best of luck as this season gets underway here in Thank a week you. or so. Thank you. Continuing on our McPherson College Coaches Show, we're now joined by Danny Holt for the McPherson College women's team. And, Danny, you are one of Steve and I's favorite players because you are constantly flinging yourself to the ground. It's one of our favorite things to watch you play because you are just so physical. You're constantly diving after balls and diving into the stands. We really like the aggression that you play with. Have you always played that way? Um, I would say yes. I feel like in high school – Everyone just thought I was clumsy, though. So. <laughs> no, I think, it's, I think it's skillfully clumsy yeah. that you're just constantly diving onto the floor, and then we'll, we'll see you walk out, and you have bruises all up and down your arms. Yeah. It's one of our favorite pastimes to watch you with that. But looking ahead to this season for you, I mean, you're the most veteran player on this team. You've been around the block a time or two. What are you the most excited about here for your senior year? Um, I'm just excited to be like a, a seasoned player, I feel like. I have been around a lot, and I feel like I definitely know what I'm doing. I'd like to say that. Um, I just feel like my confidence is a, at a high, for sure, being a senior. So I'm pretty excited to see where that takes me. Well, two things that have always defined your game is rebounding and hustle. Uh, last year it seemed like you and uh, Brittany Roberts kind of would have contests during the game who could get the most <laughs> rebounds and offensive rebounds. Uh, how you know? How do you develop being such a good rebounder? You've been among the tops in the KCAC in rebounding uh, the last couple of years. Is it just a is it just a desire thing or a will thing or uh, you know? Because you know a lot of people would rather shoot the basketball. You just seem to be happy with defending and rebounding. Yeah, I've never really been a scorer. Just more, how can I help out? And rebounding is just I'm athletic, so I know I can. I I find it fun to jump around people and get the ball in whatever way I can. So, What differences do you see from this year or from last year to this year? Uh, obviously, Coach Nichols in his second year, you guys are getting more comfortable under him. But what? how do you see this team this year compared to last year? Um, I think our bench is a lot deeper than it was last year, that's for sure. I think we're a, a lot more competitive. Um, and I think we have a lot more energy. I think we lacked that a lot last year. I think bringing in a bunch of new freshmen and some transfers – is really what we needed to really bring the hype. So, and obviously last year you finished six and one in your last seven games. How yeah. much of a carryover effect has that been? Um, I don't know. I think it's a new year. I, I can't really say that's gonna carry over. I would like to, but um, I just hope we can figure it out sooner than we did last year. Well, it felt like it took you guys about a month to get everything figured out last year, where you got into conference play and you got off to a little bit of a slow start. But then once you got into that second semester, really the second half of the month of January through the rest of the season, everything clicked, and you could mm -hmm. tell the style that this team wanted to play. How do you avoid a slow start like that to begin this year and take over that momentum to begin the year? Um, I think it all just starts in practice. Um, I think people just need to buy in and really try and execute what we're trying to do at the end of the day, honestly.
being a defensive player, uh, Coach Nichols's kind of scramble type <laughs> defense, that's got to be uh, something that, you know, really suits you. Uh, how exhaustive, though, is it to play so fast on defense and try to speed the game up? Um, I mean, I love it. I I don't know. It's I don't think it's that bad. Once you're in the game, it's you don't think about it until you stop, and you're like, oh, yep, I need a I need a little break. <laughs> but during, it's not too bad. You're into the the adrenaline. So, well, Danny, tell me a little bit about your path coming from Glenpool, Oklahoma, up here to McPherson, and and how you got recruited, how you ended up here, and how you like things in oh, McPherson. Man. Um. Well, a long time ago, I was actually committed to play volleyball at a different school in uh, Missouri Valley, and then I never thought I was going to play basketball, and my coach was, I was already committed, and she was like, just go check it out, like, just go look, and I was recruited really well here, they were very welcoming, and I came for a visit, and I loved it, and there was no turning back, honestly. I don't know why. It just kind of happened. It felt right. So, and then, yeah, I've been here. I moved here, like, sophomore, so after sophomore year, and I've loved it here. I love the community here. I've, I work at the CrossFit gym here in town, so I've gone into the community a lot, and I, I really enjoy it. It's going to be a hard place to leave. So Is that with Coach Prescott over there at the CrossFit gym? No. Um, it's oh, it's the, a different one. No, yeah, the <laughs> the Mueller's, uh, yeah, Sarah Chad Mueller. <laughs> and Chad, yeah. They've taken me in, and I love them so much. They're awesome. What's, uh, what's life after uh, McPherson College going to hold for Danny? Well, I hope to become a GA under a strength conditioning program and hopefully – Become a great strength and conditioning coach someday. So, can you believe it's gone this fast though? Uh, Here you are, you're a senior now. No, it's no. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. How much does it help to have a guy like Josh Nichols being your coach and helping with that transition? And and how much has he helped you in terms of making this transition from one coach to another and now continuing and wrapping things up in your senior year? Um, he's been very understanding and like he comes to me and I feel like I can come to him so I feel like we're both kind of like the same person well you're both from Oklahoma (laughs) that helps right are you more of an Oklahoma or Oklahoma State Oklahoma I think you'll like that answer better all right well Danny best of luck the rest of the season and we're looking to get it going yeah thank you we continue on our McPherson College Coaches Show, and we're staying on the women's side here and talking with Mason Mosley from the women's basketball team. Mason, you were a freshman last year. Tell me a little bit about your adjustment to the college game and how you went from freshman that wasn't playing a ton at the beginning to working your way into that rotation and then starting some games by the end of the year. Um, I think my adjustment uh, here wasn't as big maybe as some because um, in high school we played very fast-paced. Um the adjustment was a lot harder is because um, all the girls on the team were much stronger and there wasn't really like a a weak length, I guess. And so I kind of had to get used to that and really build my confidence in that I can play with them and that I'm just as strong as they are. And um, Coach Nichols helped a lot with that. He helped me with my confidence and just kept encouraging me throughout the year. And so I think that's kind of what um, helped me um, – kind of transition better and feel confident whenever he would put me into a situation. 
What differences do you see between this year's team and last year's team? Uh, what areas do you feel like are better this year than you had last year? I would say really all around we're better. I think our chemistry is better, and I think we, um, especially like returners, we kind of know what Coach Nichols is expecting of us, and so we can kind of um, help along the transfers and the freshmen. And I think everyone's really bought into the um, the team is bigger than us individuals, and so I think that's helped with our energy and uh, practice and, and scrimmages so far. Well, you were one that we were talking with Danny about the stretch where you guys won six of the last seven and were really on a roll back half of January into February. But I felt like not only was the team on a roll, I thought that was when you kind of figured out your game, and that's when you became the most confident. How do you hope to carry all of that, that you had the great experience there at the end of that last year? How do you hope to carry that into this year and continue on this role? Um, I think it's just um, nice to know that I have that experience under my belt and like I said, kind of know what Coach Nichols is expecting of me and um, what he's expecting of me as a point guard in that position and kind of taking on more of a leadership role than last year. What did you work on over the summer on your game? Did you work on your three-point shooting, your ball handling? What What did you work on the most? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you get in contact with Coach Nichols? Because you were a freshman last year, and it was his first season, and obviously he was at Bacone before. How did you get a hold of him, and how did this process go from coming here to McPherson? Um, I was actually recruited by Coach Kenny Romero, and he's okay. one of the assistants. Um I originally was not planning on playing basketball in college. I was going to play softball, and then about February of my senior year rolled around, and I was like, hey, why not play so or basketball? And so um, this was McPherson was the first place that reached out to me and the last place I visited. Uh, it was the furthest from home. And uh, when I came on my visit, everyone was super welcoming, and I walked out of the gym, and I was like, this is where I'm going to be. And uh, so Coach Nichols got the job. He didn't have it whenever I was on my visit. He got the job and he called me and he said, hey, Madison. And I was like, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> I was like, not quite. And so I think even for about the first two weeks of practice, I was Madison. But we've got it figured out. But Oh, you're Mace now, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe Coach Segovia can get you out there. And What position did you play in softball? Uh, I played third base. Yeah. Power hitter? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, could, I could see you hitting some home runs. <laughs> well, as you look ahead to this year, who are some of the girls that you think are going to surprise some teams in the KCAC and some of the girls on your team that will be able to be really big players this year? Um, I think really all across the board, we have players that are going to make a difference from top to bottom. Um, I think we are not expected to do as well as I um, know that we can. I think that Obviously, we are ranked by coaches that aren't in practice every day and don't see the work ethic and the energy that go into everything that we do. And so I'm really just excited to see, like, the difference that everyone makes collectively. And what are some of your goals going into this season, both on an individual side and then a, a team side? Um, obviously, uh, we want to win more conference games than last year. Um, I want to be a leader by example and um, never ask of anything or any of my teammates of what I wouldn't ask for myself um, and just kind of bring the energy and, um, I don't know, just be optimistic and see where it goes. Well, I think uh, there's a chance you guys can really surprise some people. Uh, the thing uh, I remember from last year, Coach Nichols plays this scramble type of defense, full court pressure. Uh, how have you adapted to that? Uh, it's a, it's, it's a defense where you really have to be in shape 
because, uh, you know, he expects you guys to, you know, it's it's five minutes of intense and then he gets somebody else in there. But how have you uh, adjusted to that intense style of defense? Uh, well, one of the first things he said to us this preseason was that he didn't feel like we were in enough shape last Uh-oh. year. Okay. So we <laughs> did a lot of running <laughs> this preseason. Did you guys run with Coach Nichols out in the country? Not out in the country. For 10 miles a day? <laughs> no. No, but we would run uh, a mile, like, around campus, and he would run with us. And, and then he'd add, like, seven more on later <laughs> on his way home. No, no. Yeah, he would. Yeah, we didn't join in on that part, but it felt like seven sometimes. Well, what's uh, your goal once you graduate from college? What would you lo- kind of work would you like to go into? Um, I want to hopefully go to law school eventually. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Does McPherson College, are they going to open up a law school, Jeremy? <laughs> Probably not, so you might have to go somewhere else. Yeah. But we're looking forward to this season getting underway, and I know you guys are going to be very busy next week and this weekend starting mm-hmm. off with a couple of games down in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, and I think it'll be good to be back in the great state of Oklahoma yes. where the wind comes sweeping down the plain <laughs> and then be able to get back to action next week and yeah. be at home for a couple. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and uh, my parents are going to get to come to that because it is kind of closer to home, so I'm excited. Fantastic. Wrapping up our McPherson College Coaches Show, we're joined by women's basketball coach Josh Nichols. And, man, you guys get started this week, and it feels like you have a hurricane of games coming at you. Two games this weekend down in Oklahoma. You come back, and you'll play a couple more next weekend at home. Is there a lot of excitement with your team going into this week and a chance to play some real basketball and not have to play against each other? Uh, yeah, uh, a little, little excitement, a little nerves at the same time. Um, we said we, we kick off Friday against Kansas Christian, um, and then we're going to play a really tough game on Saturday. So looking forward to it, but at the same time, got a lot of nerves and a lot of excitement. What are you hoping to get out of these two games the most? What, what would you say is kind of the emphasis besides uh, winning the two games? Yeah, I mean, we're still trying to find a rotation as well. I mean, we scrimmaged last Thursday. Uh, we got, you know, three people that didn't play because of injuries and we still played 11 in the 40 minutes of the rotation so you know we get those three back and what's it going to look like and how are we going to rotate these 11 versus you know uh, it's going to be tough we got to figure that stuff out still have you had to work with a problem with injuries much in your time as a head coach and trying to work through situations like this or is this maybe a first with the amount of injuries that you kind of have going right now fortunately this is the first time I've dealt with this many injuries Um, but you know, it, it, it happens every year. Um, someone gets dinged up, can't practice, and you kind of have to figure that stuff out. But but this many has been a little alarming and, and kind of stressful to work with, uh, especially when it's people you expect to play a lot and trying to uh, fill those roles with other people. And, um, and, and those the people we fill those roles with have done a really good job and made it really difficult. So when everyone does come back, it is, it's going to be a fight. And a silver lining for you guys is you have a lot of depth. Yeah, And you play a lot of people, mm-hmm. so you're just not going to play as many people early on this year. But you really have to like your depth because you don't fall off much when you go to the bench. No, I mean, the, the expectation is, is you just go out and give 100%, 100% and, you know, make a mistake. That's fine. Just keep playing. And uh, so we, we try to give the confidence in people coming off the bench to just play and don't worry about anything else. Just just play and give 100%. Give, all, give me your effort. Who are some of the girls that you are going to want to rely on here early on in the season and some that have maybe been here before that you have a lot of trust in in these early games and trying to get you started on the right foot? Well, obviously, you're going to start with Brittany Roberts, um, you know, double-double machine. Um, so she's going, to be, she's going to be counted on early. She's also going to be the focal point of the, of the opposing team uh, early on. So then you got, you know, Danielle Holt, Danny, um, uh, you know, 
uh, Mason, who's uh, someone else we're going to rely on. And then Ellie, from her shooting standpoint, uh, hopefully she'll continue to knock down threes. She's had a really good preseason after having an injury at the last year. That's when the injury started at the mm -hmm. end of last year, really. Mm -hmm. So those, those, those four, for sure. What would you say your team is doing better at this point in the preseason that you did last year? I think offensively, um, last year, you know, with all the different pressures we have and the defense we play, it takes a long, long time to get those rotations down uh, to kind of everyone to get a feel for where they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to do it. And then last year, we really struggled to get them to be aggressive on the defensive end. They just didn't want to make a mistake. And, you know, the way we play, you're going to make mistakes. I know one thing you talked about you had to improve this year, three-point shooting. Do mm -hmm. you feel like – You've brought in some people, and the returners have maybe worked on their outside shot. Do you feel like the three-pointer will be uh, a little more of your offense this year? Yeah, I think so. With with what we brought in, and then uh, returning players, you know, working on it over the summer, and then you know we get some injured players back that are shooters as well. So I, I think I think that's going to be a bigger part of our game this year, more reliable part of the game. I don't know if you put these things down on paper in terms of goals for defensive points per game allowed or defensive field goal percentage or defensive turnovers you force, mm -hmm. but what's a number in terms of points per game where you would like to keep your opponents? I think zero would probably be the, <laughs> the real number, but is it yeah. like a 55 points per game or a little higher, a little lower? Where do you want to be? Because of, because of the style, I mean, it's going to be a little higher than 55. I mean, yeah, I would like to keep people under, you know, 60 points if possible, but the pace we play adds a lot of possessions. Um, the, the style we play, we give up a few things on the back end that, you know, most coaches don't like to give up, but we, we live with it. So, you know, I think, you know, around 60 to 65 is probably where we'd like to be. Um, you know, last year we were, we were around there, but offensively we just didn't score enough points either. So, uh, People are pretty familiar with the girls you have coming back, but what about some of the new girls that you feel like will play right away and make an immediate impact. Uh, Brittany Jarvis, uh, she has a chance. So she's a really good shooter um, out of California. Has had a really good preseason, picked up things really, really quickly. A um, couple of freshmen that I think have a really good chance, Erica Diaz, um, Kanaja Upchurch, both very athletic, both have picked things up, don't play like freshmen. So I think those three have a really big-time opportunity to see significant minutes. You don't have a lot of size on your team. I mean, Brittany – plays inside but she's actually kind of undersized mm -hmm. at 59 Danny's your only player at six foot does rebounding concern you at all no not okay. at all uh, it's all about desire isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely and if you uh, block out it doesn't matter how box tall out go chase out there you go well, as we look ahead to this weekend, like you mentioned, Kansas Christian on Friday that being in Bartlesville Oklahoma a place where you're pretty familiar with and then the second game of the weekend will be against Bellevue, and then you'll turn around the next week and be at home to take on your old team, Bacon. A lot of familiar teams here to yeah. start off the season, and then Randall the next Saturday. When you have this many games to begin a season, how do you plan for that as a coach? Do you do some things differently? Do you sub a little more when you have this many games kind of stacked on top of each other? Yeah, we'll probably sub a little bit more. I mean, uh, they're going to be amped up to play. So that adrenaline, once that adrenaline gets dumped off, you kind of lose – you know your your legs a little bit so we'll try to sub a little bit try to keep things going um so the way there's no drop off in, in our ex execution offensively or defensively maybe maybe a negative about the kcac in terms of schedule you start conference play so fast you don't get a lot of games to play before you get into conference uh season how how, how do you adjust to that playing basically what six non-conference games i think is all you about all you can play yeah i mean that's kind of the reason why we're playing so many quickly because once we start conference it's just it's just 
constant. It's, right. You know, there's no break, and you know you got to be ready for that. If you're not ready, your 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 team's going to suffer, and uh, you're just not going to have the legs to to make it through. So, I thought putting the schedule together this way, and and you know you're basically playing four games in a seven day period. Well, Coach Nichols, best of luck this weekend. I appreciate it. We're excited to get it all going now. I've heard of coaches before, if they they get mad and say, well, we didn't play well, you got to run home. We're not going to take the bus. And I don't want you to have to do that if you win. Maybe if you win, (laughs) you'll stop about 10 miles outside of town, then just sprint up the rest of the way. I'll jog it. I'll call if I get – if it's windy like it has been, I'll just call Steve, have him come pick me up. (laughs) Yeah, Steve's very reliable. (laughs) Yeah. Wrapping up our McPherson College Coaches Show and this basketball edition here as we're getting ready for this upcoming season. Steve, good show, but the women are the ones that get to start the show this weekend down in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Well, yeah, we've got uh, uh, Coach Nichols and, of course, uh, Danny Holt and uh, Mason Mosley, really a couple of key players for the Bulldogs this year. So uh, we'll get things going. They will be playing down in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. They will not be playing Oklahoma Wesleyan, and they will make that trip a little later on in the year, but taking on Kansas Christian on Friday, Bellevue University out of Nebraska on Saturday, and I think Bellevue is one of the top teams in that conference, so it should be a couple of good tests, and then all these teams will be back at this place inside the Sports Center next week. Both of them will be at home on Friday and Saturday for their McPherson Classic, and the men will be taking on Barkley and Bacone. The women will be taking on Bacone and Randall. So a lot of basketball coming up, and we forget that everything else is going on with all the other fall sports, and they're beginning to make their wind-up and begin to shut down. But basketball's right around the corner, Steve. Yeah, I can hardly wait. The Sports Center will be alive and and a lot of energy and, uh, you know, it's been a great fall uh, here at McPherson College. The football team has just created so much excitement. Uh, the men's soccer team has been solid. Uh, the women's soccer team, very competitive. Uh, you know, volleyball, of course, has been very good like it was last year. Cross country is improving. So, so far it's just been a, a great start to the school year, and hopefully it will continue with the basketball season. Well, we will get back to a normal coaches show next week and get updates from all the fall coaches. It's been two weeks since we've really heard from them. So that will be back to normal in terms of watching this show. We're always live from 6 to 7 on 96.7 FM, KBBE and McPherson, or you can listen at midkansasonline.com. Let's say you can't catch it live. We will post the show via podcast at soundcloud.com slash sports and we will have video of all the interviews at MacBulldogs.com on the YouTube channel there. Anything I left out, Steve? Yeah, the sports news at midkansasonline.com. Yeah. I, I cover all the uh, McPherson College sports teams. Uh, uh, again, uh, got the football story up. You know, I put it up on Sunday after that incredible win over Ottawa. Uh, boy, I tell you, that football team's fun to watch. Every game goes right down to the end. We'll wrap up our show. Thanks to all of our coaches and players from today. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show. The McPherson College Coaches Show is brought to you by JAR Performance Automotive, Alliance Agency, Next Tech Wireless, and Cheatham Construction. Thanks for listening to the McPherson College Coaches Show. You can listen to the show at our podcast page at soundcloud.com slash sports or watch the video of all the interviews at MacBulldogs.com.